Hello, you fabulously awesome and ridiculously amazing human who wants more. So my name is Nicola Morris and you are listening to this because you have a calling. That's It might be a pull, it might be a nudge, it might have been a really big fat get out of your own way kind of moment where you finally realise that you want something a bit different. This could be in terms of a career, it could be in terms of your business, it could be uh, your life in general, it could be anything at all. Whatever it is, though, you have landed squarely in the world of Nicola, which is a world of imagination and fun and you having permission to actually create whatever the fuck it is that you want in whichever way it is that you want to create it. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. So I guess the the main reason that I wanted to record this audio for you uh, today is because I get asked a lot about being a mentor, about what it is that I actually do and how it is that I do that. And I guess like if you if you haven't been involved in the, the the coaching world or the personal development world in any way, shape or form, it can be really confusing, right? So I totally get it. I remember back in 2012, uh, sorry, that's not even true. I remember back in 2010 while I was, I was running my, I had a jewellery business where I was importing jewellery and selling it at our local markets. I was wholesaling it around the country. I was, um, you know, try, I, I built a website. I had to build my own websites, um, and really focused on on trying to find a way to experience slash kind of like live a a different a different life. Really, it's like I wanted back then. I really wanted to find a way to make a little bit more money so that we could have a, you know, to me back then, the epitome was a snow holiday for a year, which anybody who goes to the snow with three children, you'll know you don't, you know, you don't come out of that with with much change out of, you know, nine or ten grand. So it was the kind of thing where I was like, right, if I can build up this business to to generate that, you know, nine or ten thousand dollars a year that would pay for a family holiday, I was really freaking happy. I was working at my corporate job, which I loved, actually. I really, really loved working with clients, having them in my office. I was helping them achieve their dreams of, of home ownership or building their investment portfolio through the way of giving uh, giving out, <laughs> not really giving out, but doing home loans for people. And, and I loved it. You know, the, the part that I really loved about that was being able to sit in my office with a generally it was a couple of people so uh, you know generally typically a husband wife partnership or you know life partners and you know really getting to know them in a in a in a kind of in a really deep and meaningful way actually um typically what would happen throughout the the course of of getting a home loan you i would meet with these people probably three to four times from uh, doing their borrowing capacity to doing applications to them being in touch back and forth throughout the loan approval period, uh, right through to settlement of their property, right through to then making sure that they had what they needed post-loans. And so as you can imagine, 
you know, whereas I was delving deep into their financial worlds, into their financial life and their financial health. And you you get to know a lot more about them and, and their family and, and what makes them tick and who they are as people. And, you know, I loved them. What I also found that I loved in that scenario as well was that there was a lot of kind of coaching that would inadvertently happen throughout that relationship as well. So what that would look like is like the coaching is like, okay, well, you know, what do you want? What does it, what does that look like? What does an ideal outcome look like for you? All of that kind of thing. And so for me, what I loved about it was getting more inside people's heads, working out what their goals, dreams and desires were, and then essentially mapping out a way for them to to achieve that and for them to be able to get that. And the way that we did that was through home finance. So I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But as with most corporate roles, the thing that tends to happen is that you end up having the goalposts shift, right? So you do well at anything and the goalposts shift and they move. So like there was basically getting more for getting more out of me for certainly not um, more money. More often than not, it was the um, less money or the, the 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 different qualification for how to get bonuses and stuff like that. The goalposts were moved. And for me, yeah, you know, I, I guess the thing for me is I I loved doing different things to get more people in. So I live in a in a tiny little town called Mildura in country Victoria, right up north, where the where Victoria, New South Wales and the South Australia states meet. Right in the on the, on the River Murray, beautiful iconic town. Uh, we get lots of tourists and we grow lots of the the citrus and the grapes and, and things like that that get exported around the world and, and supplied domestically. So it's a really, it's a, it's a kind of a hub here, I guess. But as with a lot of small towns, there is a, like a bank on every second door. So where I worked for Westpac, so there was Westpac and the next door to that was the NAB and the next door to that was the ANZ. And then around the corner was the Bank of Melbourne. Then opposite that was the two credit unions. And around the corner was the Commonwealth Bank. And then you got the, the, the mortgage brokers and, you know, the, the competition was fierce, right? It's, just, it's like anything. And so for me, I found that the, the only way that I could, you know, meet my targets and, and do what I wanted to do was very much by building my own personal brand within the organization. So I was doing home loan seminar nights, first home buyer nights, investment property nights, networking with real estate agents and, uh, conveyances and lawyers and trying to be the person that they would recommend uh, if they were if, if somebody was saying you know oh, well, like I just don't know who to talk to who could you suggest and and so I was working really hard at building up my own personal reputation because even back then I realized that the the best way to stand out was by being me really by being myself and being you know really driven to to make these connections and so Every time we had a first home buyers night or a home loan seminar night or an investment property seminar night, I would inadvertently end up with new clients and I was like, okay, so we could take this bigger, like we can do this and we can do that and I could do road shows and, you know, I can help other people, other other home finance managers and, and things like that. I could help them build up their 
uh, home loan portfolio and, and do this, that and the other. And I was really excited about all the potential that I could create and leverage and build within the bank. And so I'd have these ideas and I would float them with a, with my manager who was like, yes, go do that. And then we'd go to the regional manager and they're like, yes, but then that would get knocked on the head or I'd want to go through legal or I would, I would come up butt heads against the, the agri managers because it was, they felt like it was encroaching in their territory. And, you know, I just, I, I was getting really frustrated because the, the bank wanted us to, operate like it was our own business and and run it like it was our own business and you know drive it like it was our own business but then every idea that we would have it would get knocked back and so I became very disillusioned and um I guess like in 2010 what happened it was kind of like like this melting pot of funny circumstances in quotes funny circumstances whereby the the manager who was working at the branch she wasn't my manager she was a manager we became friends her name is Margaret and she'd been in the bank for 20 something years and they had moved her to Melbourne to do a secondment role I think or a, a, a relief role and then she was made redundant she went and studied life coaching and she she was telling me about this other course that she had done that was a styling course. I was like, oh, that's fine, you know, but I didn't kind of get it. And one weekend she'd invited me to go down and stay down in Melbourne with her. And so I flown down in our little sardine can with propellers, <laughs> Qantas Link flights. Thank God for Qantas Link. Um, Qantas Link flight down to Melbourne and I've gotten off the, the aeroplane and we had to walk on the tarmac and then up the stairs or wherever it was. But anyway, like I've walked into the terminal. Margaret was there waiting for me, absolutely positively glowing. I was like, what is going on here? You know, had I, we'd been in contact with with each other. So I knew there wasn't a romantic, there was not a romantic interest in her life at that moment in time. Although I was like, when you saw her, I was like, there's, there's got to be a man. <laughs> there's got to be going something going on here because nobody glows like this uh, with, without, you know, some something going on. And, you know, you know that, that love glow that, that people have internally. Turns out that that glow, that internal glow also comes from learning new things and trying new things and embracing a new way of life. So I was, I was really impressed. So I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> What's happening here? And so she told me a little bit more about this styling course, style and branding course that she had done. And I was like, I don't know actually what's going on but I was like when Harry met it was a when Harry met Sally moment I was like I want what she's having and so I enrolled for the style and branding course and I I went and did it and it was like you guys it, it was like the blinkers had been taken off it was like I'd been awake I mean asleep for all of my life and then all of a sudden I was awake to all of these new possibilities, new potentialities, other new and potential timelines that, that I could embark on. And it was like, instead of having to live within this rigid system 
of constantly looking for approval before being able to take any type of action, it was like I could actually create the life that I keep talking about. Maybe I could actually create this for myself and for my family. So I was like, right, <laughs> let's go, bitches. Let's go, let's go do this course. So I went on this course and, and my whole world changed. My whole life changed. And, and I guess like the, the main reason that I, I believe that this happened was it, it's a bit like divine right timing and the divine right people come in when, you know, when the right thing happens and when the, when the stuff goes on. So for me, I, I jumped in with both feet. I went to this, went to this training course. Um, I remember flying home on the plane, sitting next to this poor guy who was just like, Oh, you know, have you been? Like it was a good trip. And I said, Yeah, good trip. I said, What have you been up to? And I ended up coaching him like the whole, <laughs> the whole really long flight home, which is like a, a massive hour and five minutes, including boarding and disembarking <laughs> and taxiing and, and all of this. Really not a long flight. So we'd have this big conversation and I felt really positive. I was very flushed because I was just like, boom, you know, in my moment. And the, the kind of really curious thing about this is that my parents have always been entrepreneurial. My dad always had businesses or like side hustles and things like that on the side. My mom always worked two or three jobs to, to make money. Then they started their own business and then they had shops in Adelaide. They had three stores at, at, when they were at their biggest in, in Westfield and some of the really big shopping centers in, in Adelaide, in South Australia. And they were doing these parties, like party plan type parties, like body shop at home or Tupperware or whatever. So they were doing all of those. And, you know, I'd, I'd always had that actually been involved with with coaches. And, and so my auntie and my uncle, they'd been, my, my uncle was a life coach but I, or a corporate coach. And at the time, though, I didn't make the connection. I didn't really get what it was all about until I'd been away to this training course. So as you can imagine, it's like being it's like being to another planet, right? Where anything is possible. And then I came back. This is, this is in um, 2010. Came back home, went back into work, and was like, "Fuck this! This is untenable." I was juggling my business. I was juggling the jewelry business, and I was juggling my work. And I think some of the things that really stick, stick with me to this day and what, what really made an impact, uh, at the time was one of my friends, we would, we would catch up probably once, once a week, maybe once a fortnight for dinner. And we'd usually go to a pub or, uh, somewhere in town. And, and I always would be running in at, like we'd be scheduled to meet at six o'clock. I'd be running in like, at the, the chicken with its head cut off at ten past six after dragging my children out of daycare and then after out of after school care and, and this one time Melissa said, like, Oh my god, you look like a train wreck. You always run in here like a train wreck. Like, are you okay? And that really hit home because I had been running on adrenaline, <laughs> which is not unfamiliar for me, but with all of the juggling and it, it really hit me like like right between the eyes where I was like, well, fuck. I'm either going to have to keep putting my kids in childcare and after school care and feeling always like I'm 
not able to have lunch because I'm I'm running from pillar to post, I'm putting on these seminars and stuff at night. I can keep doing that or something needs to change. So in December 2010, I lodged an application to apply for a career break. And I was told it might take a couple of weeks for the uh, the approval to come through. And my manager was very positive. Like, yep, 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 we'll send it off. Seems like it should be okay. I can't see there being an issue. And he ended up coming back to me in, in February. I kept asking like every week or every couple of weeks. I'm like, have you heard anything yet? And he was like, no. My manager and I didn't happen to get along either. Um, again, it's like this more for less type thing. And, and the structure had changed again. <laughs> it's the thing with corporates, you know, they change their, the way that their, their leadership model works all the time. They change from being all managed off-site to on-site to management to regional. Anyway, kept changing. So I ended up not getting along with the person that I had to directly report to. Again, because I was always wanting to do different things and he kept saying no, basically, which I didn't like. So um, for me, I ended up, this one day I had taken my kids to school and daycare and I'm in the car driving along and, you know, peak car traffic in Mildura, which meant that there was maybe two cars in front of me at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I pulled up, pulled up to this roundabout and I was so frustrated. I felt like this volcano was bubbling up inside me and my hands gripping the steering wheel, tense and white knuckled. And as I just looked up to the sky, I stopped my, I had applied my brakes, applied the brakes at the roundabout and I've looked up and I'm just like, give me a sign. Universe, give me a fucking sign that this needs to change. Please just give me a sign for fuck's sake. Shook it off, drove to work, pulled the car in the car park, walked into the office, got myself sorted, made a cup of tea or coffee, and welcomed my first appointment into the branch. They left at the end of their appointment, and there was this knock on the door. My manager said, Nick, can I have a word? I said, yeah, come on in. And he came, sat down, and he said, Nicola? Your career break has been declined. If it were up to me, I would approve it, but it's not. So I apologize, but it, it's been declined. I've like looked at him. It's <laughs> gone. Okay. Excellent. Thank you for letting me know. I said, yeah, no worries. If there's anything I can do, let me know. So he walked out, walked out my door, and I came home that night wrote my resignation letter and took it in there the next day. And I resigned the next day. I gave them a month's notice or two weeks' notice. I can't remember. And that was it. I was out. Without a safety net, this now had to fucking work. <laughs> so that was the start of 2011. And I didn't really start making money in this business until uh, April 2012. It took a, it took a really – it took a long time. I was making some money. I was getting clients through Facebook, through posting and um, – not necessarily that dissimilar to the way that I do now, but it was it was a lot harder. Like we didn't have back then, we didn't have access to the information that you guys have access to now. It's not. It was nowhere. Um, there was nowhere readily available that I knew of to to get information on 
how to build Facebook ads, on how to build funnels, on how to make sales, on how to use Facebook for business, on how to use social media, on how to create a fucking payment link, on there was no information around anywhere that I could find. And so I had to really, I taught myself, I taught myself how to do websites for the jewellery business, so I knew how to do that, so that was okay, so I could make that work and, you know, did did that for a while and and then um, this is all under my my business name because there was no way I was putting my own name out there into the world. I was really scared of, you know, people thinking that, um, you know, who's this girl that's just come fresh out of corporate and thinks she can run her own business and teach us how to market ourselves and <laughs> all this kind of shit. So it took a long time for me to kind of get over myself and for me to really uh, unravel the corporate programming for um, what it was that I was to do and, and the way that I was to do it. So I guess the reason that I share all of that is for me, I didn't start this business thinking I'm gonna do, I'm gonna build a business so I can be rich. I want to build a business so I can be famous. I want to build a business so that I can be front and center and on stage. I want to build this business because you know it's blah blah blah. None of it didn't happen for me in that way. It was just literally. It, it kind of almost happened as if by like divine intervention. You know, it was it was the kind of thing where it's like, well, one thing led to another, which led to another, which led to another. And and then, you know, long and behold, I was able to make it work and make it work really fucking well and, and help millions of people around the world and, and make millions of dollars and, you know, do all of these things. So it's like, it, it, you know, <laughs> it worked out eventually. Um, thank you for denying my career break, Westpac. I really appreciate that nudge in the right direction. But I didn't start out thinking, oh, I'm going to be a marketing coach or I'm going to be a branding coach or whatever. It was like, all right, well, I trained as a stylist, so I'm going to help people with how to put their best foot forward on the internet and in person. Because I, I knew that I wanted to help entrepreneurs. I didn't know what that would look like. But fast forward throughout the years and it's evolved and changed and I've pivoted and I've become a lot more clear on what it is that I want to do and how many people I want to serve and how I want to do that and that kind of thing. So I guess like the message for you today is that if you're unsure about what you want to do, that's a really, really great place to start. And the kinds of things that I would be asking myself if I was in your shoes are things like, what do I love to do? What is the, what's the logical thing? Like if there's no barriers, if there's no, oh, but you can't do that. If there's no, if there's nothing that could possibly get in your way, what do you want to be doing? And who do you want to be doing it for? And who do you want to be doing it with from, from a work perspective? And so, you know, for, for me, it's usually like the, the, the thing that I kind of find is that the clues and the hints are usually there. And it might be that you have to upskill, cross-skill, do some study, do something, do some kind of course or something like that where you go and learn perhaps how to be a coach or how, excuse me, how to be a therapist or how to be an educator or something like that. There might also be clues in what you're already doing. So people that I've worked with over time, you know, there's people who have worked within, within uh, as writers within corporate organisations. It's like, well, if you know how to write, 
How many people do you think don't know how to write in this world? Like so many people don't know how to write. You can start teaching people how to write. You could start by being a proofreader. You can, you can start by doing it as your side hustle. It doesn't have to be as the thing that you use to start with to replace your, your income, right? I know a lot of you are living week to week, month to month. You know, we did that for a really long time. Felt like it took forever to get ahead. And, and I guess like the thing, the, the big in quote secret is to leverage and use what you already know, what you've already got, and then being open to that evolving and changing with the more you learn, the more successful you become, the more things uh, start working for you. But you don't have to know where you're going right now in order to take a step. So the homework that I would very Yes, you get homework. <laughs> the homework that I'd very much encourage you to do is to sit down and you can write this question down. And the question is this. If everything had worked out exactly as he wanted it to in 12 months' time, so I want you to put yourself 12 months into the future so it could be the, the end of the next year, it could be the middle of the, of the next year, it could be the start of this next year, whatever it is. Like put yourself, fast forward yourself 12 months into the future. And I want you to have a look at the, like if everything had worked out exactly as you wanted it to and there's no barriers, there's no, oh, I can't do that. There's nothing that could possibly get in the way of you doing the things that you want to do. What does that, what does it look like? What does that future you look like? What are you doing? Who are you doing it with? What are you saying? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you noticing? What does that ultimate future look like for you? Give us, put as much detail around it as you can. And it could be that you're working for yourself. It could be that you've applied for a promotion, you know, not entrepreneurship, business ownership is absolutely not for everyone. It is a motherfucking tough gig, right? I, I cannot emphasize that enough. It is not for everyone. A lot of people can have some success with it, but at the end of the day, the, that is not necessarily the answer for you. Right? Unless it's something you're really passionate about and you're really driven. And then, you know, if you're like, baby, I was born for this, then, you know, sure, by all means, you know, run, leap, jump, soar, you know, dive, whatever it is that you need to do into that. But it's, but it's a tough gig. So have a look and see what comes up for you. The other thing that I think that you will find, and this is what I found for, for myself anyway, I remember saying to my husband one day when I was, I came home from, from the bank and I was like, I just had the best day. <laughs> I'm freaking exhausted. But I've had the best day. It's just so good. Like I was born for this. I was I was put on earth to do this. This is just the best thing. And and I remember I actually remember that day and I remember saying that. And it was because I might have had I must have had four or five clients back to back all day. And I was just like I was on fire. And I loved it. And I loved being busy. And I loved helping people. And I loved coaching them and I loved the connection and I loved learning about them and I loved the conversation and I loved the numbers and I loved the strategy. 
and I loved making things work. I just, I loved that. And I loved making really good money. And I loved hitting my targets. And I loved being one of the best performers in the state. And I loved all of that. I loved being really fucking good at what it was that I did. Like it came easy to me. So it was kind of really like all of those clues. It was a, it was like a, I felt like almost like looking back now as a natural step to do this type of work like really the modality is is it's almost the same that the way that I do this for people is a little bit different to how I was doing it for corporate but you know whether I was doing it about marketing or whether I was doing it about writing or whether I'm doing it about personal branding or whatever the thing that it all boils down to is helping you be the best damn version of you that you can be and having the best life that you can live doing the things that you love to do with the people that you love to do it with. You know, really, like that, 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 that's the, being the key, right? Home loans were the same. Let me help you achieve your dreams so that you can live the life that you want with the people that you love and in the way that you want to do it, right? Same thing. So, like, for me, the clues were all there. It was like a lay down was there. But you can't work that out until you're looking in the rearview mirror, right? 2020 vision is perfect. Or hindsight is 2020 vision or whatever. You know what that was. A, that was a fuck up, Nicola. You know whatever that saying is. Perfect vision in the mirror. Perfect vision in the rearview mirror. It's really easy to see the clues when you're looking backwards. So do this. Fast forward yourself 12 months into the future. And if everything works out exactly the way that you wanted it to, what does it look like? Who are you with? What does it sound like? What are you doing? All of that. Assuming that you have to work, right? Retirement is not an option. So what kinds of things are you doing? Once you've done that, once you've worked that out, the next step that you need to undertake is going, all right, so I've got all of that sorted now. What is the next required action that I need to take in order to bring that to life you know if that's all happened like what's the next step that I would take if if I knew that I had to leave my job then what would I what step would I take well you go find a course to do or you hire a mentor or you talk to someone right I remember having a conversation with a woman who I knew as a friend as a personal friend of mine going back in 2013 and she approached me um, maybe 2016 I think or yeah maybe 2016 she said oh I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a mentor will you be my mentor and what she wanted was she wanted to change her life she didn't know what she was doing she didn't enjoy her job she felt like she was really stuck didn't know what to do and I just said to her I said yeah totally you know you work out what it is that you want uh, like I've got different ways that I work with people, but first and foremost, uh, you need to know what it is that you want because then once you've worked out what you want, then it's easier or at least what you want for the short term. It's an easy to create a roadmap around that and then you can get the people on your team who you're going to get to help you to do that. And that's where mentoring and coaching becomes really important because whilst we have these great ideas, you know, it's quite another to execute them, to move past the fear, 
the doubt, the worry, the, the stigma, the, the, in quotes, feedback that we get from our friends and family who, who think that we've gone fucking crazy. Um, you know, that can happen a lot of the time. I've had, I've had so many clients who say to me, Oh my God, my parents, my partner, my kids, my husband, my wife, they don't know what I'm doing. They're really scared. And I'm like, it's okay, baby, you've got this. You know, because not, not everybody gets it. I'm really lucky, in quotes lucky, that I was born into the family that, that I'm born into, a family of, uh, we've got a long history of entrepreneurship, uh, even though my my parents and grandparents had remained pretty much employed and, and the rest of my, my family had pretty much remained employed for the majority of, of their working careers. They, there's always been side hustles or attempts at, at businesses and, and things like that, like along, along the way. Um, so I'm lucky that I had that. So my parents were on side. My husband, though, you know, some of the things that, that he, <laughs> that would come flying out of his mouth at various different times. I was like, dude, you can't fucking say that. Uh, in 2011, he's like, babe, when are you going to start making money? <laughs> like, maybe you should go get a job. I'm like, fuck you. I could make it work because back then I was like, you know, I, I had so much self-doubt. I, I was feigning confidence, but I did have faith. I didn't necessarily believe that it would happen, but I have faith that it would happen. Um, you know, I always knew that, that there would be a way that I could make this, this business work, but I didn't know how. And so that was why. You know, I, I hired mentors right from right from the early early days, even from the, you know, obviously the start, well, obviously, but from the style training days, I had um, a mentor from there, and then I had a marketing coach from there, and a business coach, and you know, so on and so forth. I've always had mentors on the boil, always, because you know, people don't get it, and you can't always see the forest for the trees. So once you've worked out what that 12 months in the future looks like. I want you to bring it back a little bit and go, okay, what's your next required action? And then the next thing that I want you to work out is who do I need to have around me to help me achieve that? And it's about having teachers, butt kickers, cheerleaders, people around you who believe in you unequivocally. Because your belief in yourself is likely to wane. Your faith in yourself will be there. But for me, like what I look at is like my I've got I've got faith that it will work. But sometimes I need to rely on other people believing me and believing in me so that we can create the magic. And I guess that's the thing that I do for people. It's that I match your belief in yourself. I have faith in you. I believe in you. And I kind of bolster that while the going gets tough and, and you don't always see it because I know you can do it. Absolutely, hands down, you can do it if you've got that drive and the passion and the willingness and, and that, you know, that I've got this, I can do this kind of attitude. So that's it, my friends. You've got a few things that you need to do. So take some time, go have a look at that. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. You can comment below this audio. You can message me. You can find me on Facebook, just as facebook.com forward slash Nicola J. Morass. You can email me, nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. You can find me on my website. I am all over the internet. 
But if you're not quite sure where to start, they're the three best things that I can tell you. Get that visioneering done first. Then work out what's the next best step. And then the third step is work out who you need to have around you so that you can actually pull it off and who's going to bolster your your belief when it's not there. Who's going to have faith in you when when you forget sometimes that you've got this. So here's to your success, my friend. You just all need now to get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And please remember, no matter what else, the world is so fucking ready for your brand of awesomeness. I'm Nicola Morris, and I can't wait to talk to you.